hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Hi, thanks for joining us for another episode of Queer Money, where we help you do more and be more, both personally and financially. If you want more help building a bigger life, please subscribe to the Queer Money Lifestyle newsletter at DebtFreeGuys.com. It's free, and you can't get any more money conscious than that. I recently quit my day job to focus solely on debt-free guys, and consequently, Dave and I had to make changes and reevaluate our life insurance coverage. And we found that today's life insurance is not your grandfather's life insurance. We wanted to share some of our findings with you. So we invited our friend Mark Sayer, he is the underwriting product manager for Haven Life, to navigate the ins and outs of today's life insurance, tell us why all single and queer people need life insurance, and how the industry is changing rapidly, including how it's helping the trans members of our community. So take a listen, and as always, please let us know what you think. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. Okay, let's see if this card goes through for that $8,000 drink. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody wants to be a part of the in-crowd. Everybody wants to to look good. My my decision was, I'm not a victim. I'm not going to stay and work someplace where this is a problem. Normally, we don't drink on queer money, but because we're talking about a subject that David is rather vanilla on... Grab a glass of wine, because you're listening to Queer Money with the Debt-Free Guys. This is the only show helping our community do more and be more by talking about money from the queer perspective. Welcome back to another edition of Queer Money. This week we are talking about the importance of life insurance for the queer community. Very often it seems that uh, a lot of us in our community don't think that life insurance is important, and... Um, we don't believe that that's the case. So uh, today we have uh, Mark Sayer from Haven Life, uh, who's going to give us some education on life insurance and why it's important for us. Uh, we do want to add the caveat that um, we are not getting paid f- uh, by Haven Life or Mass Mutual for this episode, and um, this is not an endorsement um, of Debt Free Guys for Haven Life. Uh, so uh, if you are interested in life insurance, certainly check out Haven Life, but um, check out your other options as well to see what's uh, most appropriate for you. So um, to kick us off, we've got Mark Sayer. Uh, Mark, would you mind introducing yourself and giving us a little bit of background about you, please? Absolutely. Uh, Thank you both for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be part of this. Um, I'm Mark Sayer. I've been at Haven Life for two years. My role here is underwriting product manager. And really in that role, I work with a team to bring new technology to our environment uh, in order to drive a better and faster customer experience. Nice. Very cool. Well, welcome. We're excited to have you here as well. We've tried several attempts to have Mark on the show, so we're glad we appreciate his patience. But finally um, working. (laughs) It's finally working, exactly. And we think this is an important topic to discuss, and that's why we're very adamant about making sure it happened. Um, So, Mark, I I think a lot lot of us, when we are um, thinking of life insurance, we're thinking of our grandfather's or even maybe our father's life insurance, but um, that's evolved quite rapidly. Um, Can you give us some background on how today's life insurance is maybe a bit different than what we might be used to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there there are two very large differences. Probably the the most important difference, especially to us here at Haven Life, is how people interact with and buy life insurance. We've really designed an experience that is going after the millennial market, a kind of what we call the digitally savvy, tech-savvy consumer. Um, we find that people really want to buy life insurance 
in their own way. They want to do it online. They want to, they want to be transparent. And we've really redesigned our whole process to meet those needs. And I think the second big thing is, is the changing customer. Um, you know, with marriage equality, even before marriage equality, LGBT families were on the rise, which is a wonderful thing to see. Um, And with LGBT families growing, obviously the need for life insurance is is really coming to the LGBT space even more than it was in the past. So it's exciting to see the customer base change, and that's really forcing companies like uh, Haven Life to really drive a different experience to connect with those consumers and really provide the the service they need. Yeah, that's great to hear. You know, I think we're very excited that uh, the LGBT community is starting to get more rights. And there's still a lot of progress we made in that arena, but we have to be cognizant of the fact that with those rights come responsibilities. So if we are going to have, you know, grow families, even if it's just, you know, your spouse, um, it's it's prudent to get coverage um, for yourself um, in case anything should happen to you and you don't leave your spouse or the rest of your family um, behind. Right. I think one of the... One of the things that we want to highlight, John and I talk regularly about, is the need to have a holistic look at your finances. You know, a lot of people think, oh, well, I make this amount of money, this is the amount of money I can spend, and or this is the amount of money I'm going to save, but there's lots of different aspects to your finances, and one of those aspects is being prepared long-term, uh, not only for yourself, but other family members, and so... Uh, having a portion of your financial planning involve life insurance or all types of insurance for that matter um, is important want to make sure and that's why you know doing more and being more and doing more which is you know kind of our mantra on this show is that money can allow you to do more and be more if you're lacking in one area it may hold you back so that's why we're we're glad we can talk about this subject with somebody who's very knowledgeable on it (laughs) Because we're not that knowledgeable. <laughs> Thank you. That, that, that means a lot. And I think that's a really great lens to bring to, to the conversation around finances. Nice. Well, so a couple of months ago, you wrote an article that's on Haven Life's website about why queer people and even um, single people, queer, single queer people should um, get life insurance. And we'll link to the, that in the show notes. Um, but would you mind expanding upon that a little bit as to uh, you know why queer people specifically should look at life insurance? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the article was really about me personally as a single gay man and why I own life insurance. Um, generally, I think people think of life insurance as something that someone with a spouse or with, with kids should have. For me, um, I think about it more from the perspective of who, uh, who can I leave a legacy for? Um, and in my life, you know, I have siblings that have children. I have nieces and nephews, and I want to make sure that they can pursue whatever they want to pursue. Uh, I have a niece who's super into fashion, so maybe she'll pursue that. <laughs> she'll need a lot of money. Um, <laughs> so for me, it's about, you know, how can I leave a legacy if I were to die? Um, really leave a legacy for them. Uh, the people that I love. And at some point I would love to be married, maybe have a family of my own and having life insurance now positions me for that, that day when I, why I have a, a spouse and, and kids. So, right. Yeah, it does. It does make sense. Doesn't it for you to get life insurance as you're younger when you have in theory less health concerns than to wait when you're older. Is that right? 
Yes, absolutely. And it costs less when, when you're young too. It's at, I think it's surprisingly affordable. Most people don't understand how affordable individual life insurance is. And what we usually use here as an example of that uh, at Haven Life is um, a 35-year-old female, which is pretty kind of uh, standard for our, for our market, um, could get a $500,000 20-year term policy for 22, around $22 a month, which is much less than the average cell phone bill. So it's right. surprisingly affordable. I think most people don't realize um, how affordable it can be to have that protection in place. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. And then David, a couple, it was about a year or two ago, you wrote an article on why um, college graduates should consider even college students should consider getting life insurance because especially if their right. parents are going to co-sign them co-signed for them for a personal loan to get through school that could put their parents in a precarious position if anything should happen to the student. Yeah, exactly. I think that uh, it, it's something that a lot of people don't necessarily consider. Uh, and uh, I read an article on uh, a financial website that was talking about a family that had been devastated because uh, they had a they had helped their their uh, daughter get life. In, I'm sorry, yeah, get student loans, but they had co-signed on those loans, and they were privately held. They were not federally held, and uh, unfortunately, she had passed away. And all of a sudden, the parents had an eighty thousand dollar bill that the the uh, the banks were coming after them because they had co-signed, and because they had co-signed, they took on that financial responsibility. So if you're if you do have uh, privately held loans as a student or you as a parent have co-signed uh, on those loans for your, your children, you definitely want to consider that as a, a means of protecting yourself. You know, we don't want to be doom and gloom here, but that would be the, uh, unfortunately, would be the silver lining to a scenario like that where you do lose a, a child and you, you don't have to then pay for that, uh, that college expense that you weren't planning on. It could wreck you financially. Absolutely, that's a that's a, a great scenario uh, that points out the importance of, of planning. Uh, I think another thing um, that is important for someone who's single, like myself, to to think about is if you have a mortgage. Um, I, I purchased a home a few years back, and I have a mortgage, and so you also want to consider, you know, what will happen to that debt um, if you were to die. And, and who would ultimately be responsible? And, and could life insurance also help lessen the burden, the financial burden on them um, in that scenario? So yeah, right. a lot of different, a lot of different lenses really to bring to the the picture that I don't think are discussed widely enough today. Right. Well, and to expand on your point about leaving a legacy, if you don't have nieces or nephews, or maybe you don't like them, and you don't want to leave anything to them, you could also leave a legacy, I think your article mentioned, you could also leave a legacy to charities or organizations that, that you like or would like to see prosper after you maybe leave the earth. Yeah, absolutely. You could you can um, actually uh, have uh, the benefit, the proceeds of a life insurance policy go into your estate, and that estate could um, be given to uh, nonprofit organizations. And for me, there are a couple that I'm passionate about. I, I love the performing arts, so the Metropolitan Opera here in New York is probably one of my favorite places to go and, and just an organization that I support. But there are others also in the LGBT space. One that I, I really love is uh, called the Point Foundation. It's a, an LGBT scholarship fund. So... Uh, that's also one that you know I want to make sure 
if I, if I were to die, at least I can leave a legacy uh, on, on those organizations as well that are important in my life. Yeah, I think it's a great option uh, for, so for any of our followers or, or listeners who are, who are watching this. You know, if there's anything that you want to see prosper after you leave, I think that's a great option that I wasn't really aware of until recently. Right. I know that talking about life insurance oftentimes is a morbid subject and we all just kind of cringe when we think about it. I think especially for when we want to talk to our parents about it, um, you know, we just kind of think it's very difficult. You know, when you, no one wants to think about a family member or themselves dying. But I think most of us today, when we think about what the way we want to have um, our lives be celebrated at the end uh, and we think about um, uh either funerals or I, I don't even like that word anymore necessarily, but I, they, they, I think that they are becoming much more celebrations of life. Uh, and this is a way that you can prepare for there to be that kind of celebration. You know, then, you know, if, if you want to have a, a, it be a big party and have a lot of fun and some live music or something like that, well, that has, yeah, that somebody's got to pay for that. And so this is one of the ways to make sure <laughs> that, your last kick off that you get, yeah, right. You get to go out with a yeah. bag. So. <laughs> you, uh, you can detail it all and tell everybody what to do and you just lay it out there in your, your will and your, or your state and. This it's like is, Gracie and Frankie. Here's the, yep, here's the, here's I the, like that. Here's the way that it's going to get paid party. for. Right. <laughs> That's great. Um, so I wanted to ask you a little bit about, Mark, about um, Mass Mutual. Um, Mass Mutual underwrites Haven Life's life insurance policies, right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. And Mass Mutual has been very, a big supporter of the LGBT community um, for years. Um, can you, do you have, can you provide us some sort of context as to how they've, or why they've adopted such a progressive mentality so rapidly? Yeah, no, I appreciate you uh, mentioning that. It's something I'm extremely proud of. I I actually joined Mass Mutual about six years ago and came to Haven Life uh, two years ago. Um, and ever since joining Mass Mutual, I've been very involved in the LGBT group, employee group that we have at the company. And I've seen the company sign on to so many briefs in support of legislation, uh, marriage equality, repeal of DOMA. Very recently, the company signed on to a law that was passed in Massachusetts that ensures transgender uh, rights in public spaces in terms of access to facilities, um, which I'm, I'm really proud to see that. I nice. think um, both Mass Mutual and Haven Life, I'd say what drives our support of the LGBT community is a focus on customer. Um, customer is always the most important to us. And when we design our experiences, we think about what is our, who is our customer and what is our customer looking uh, for in this relationship that we're forming. And you can't do that without also supporting your customers in, in what they're trying to achieve in life. And so I think that, uh, that mentality has really always put the company at the forefront in terms of, um, public and visible support of the LGBT community. Yeah, that's, that's great. You know, we're, we're big proponents of supporting those who support us. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's great to be able to partner with you on this uh, for that very reason. And to kind of expand upon that, uh, you've recently adopted a, a policy for um, trans people to be able to um, identify with or be able to document their life insurance based on the gender they identify with. Is that right? Yes, yes. So we allow transgender applicants um, to 
identify their gender on the application and, and that is the gender with which they identify. We, we do not ask for any documentation, proof, birth certificate. Um, and, and the reason we don't do that is we, we understand that for the transgender community, um, many times they are leaving a life behind, right? And, and they are really moving forward um, with a new life. And we don't want this process to be difficult or painful. And we don't, so we don't want to, any transgender applicant to feel that they are being challenged or they, sure. they are, are being questioned um, in this process. And so that's why we, we very passionately uh, allow people to really um, be who they are. Uh, uh, during the process. Right. Nice. And I guess, you know, when you think about it, what life insurance is about life, it's not necessarily about who, you know, it's the individual that you're, you're insuring, not necessarily, you know, you have to insure a man or a woman, it's whomever is applying. Right. And like you said earlier, your focus on customer, which is awesome. That's great. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. It's uh, you know, if I, you know, for any trans person who's considering, their holistic financial plan, you know, definitely look at um, you know, getting uh, life insurance and maybe Haven Life is an option for that. Right. Right. That's pretty cool. Nice. Um, you know, as you were talking, something that, that came to my mind was, are there different considerations for single people with regard to life insurance relative to, to married people, whether you're gay or straight? I think there are some different considerations. I think there are also a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. um, I think, so, you know, I mentioned the importance of legacy for me. Um, right. And I guess one way to put it is think about who are the love, who are the people that you love, who are the people that are close to in your life, who are the people who would be impacted financially by your death. Um, now you might have different answers if you're single versus if you're married, but ultimately everyone has an answer to that question. Um, and I, I think that's what life insurance is about, making sure that whoever that person is or those people are, um, it's always a difficult time. It's going to be a difficult time, but you can help them get through that time by at least providing that financial security. Um, and so I think whether you're single or married, uh, you know, start with that premise and, and it really helps understand um, the, the role this plays in, in your financial plan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you want to do is, is, is have peace of mind. If anything should happen to you that the people that you love are taken care of. Right. Um, for example, when David and I first bought our condo, we both took out a life insurance policy for the amount that each for the amount that we had um, in our mortgage to pay off. Right. So how right. We that? So that if anything should happen to one of us, um, you know, at least, you know, the other wouldn't lose the condo. <laughs> right. <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> as long as, as long as the, uh... I'm not going to get kicked out of here only when you're alive. <laughs> Tactfully say this, but that's a different kind of I'm staying here. <laughs> Whatever. That's a whole other crew money. <laughs> so I think a lot of a uh, lot of individuals um, who have jobs are have life insurance through their employer. Um, are there is there a reason then to get insurance in addition to that coverage? Yeah, um, I think so. Coverage through an employer is is key and is a great thing. Um, I think when you're evaluating whether it's enough, um, it, you you should consider how individual life insurance can be layered on top. It's I don't think it's ever a choice of one or the other. It's a question of 
how can the two work together? Mm-hmm. Um, if you search online, generally the recommendation for how much coverage someone might need, and of course it varies on on you know your individual circumstances, but generally a, a good rule is about six to ten times your income. So if you make fifty thousand dollars a year, then you'd be looking at three hundred thousand dollars of coverage to five hundred thousand dollars of coverage and your employer plan often won't uh, give you access to enough coverage so individual life insurance really closes the gap on that and as I mentioned it, it really does that in a very affordable way uh, much more affordable than most people think right right That's, that makes sense um, do you know I, I just sorry that it prepare you for this did you know um, what percentage of people are underinsured? or don't have insurance in the United States by any chance? Yeah, um, that is a big topic in um, in the community nowadays. And one thing that we at Haven Life are, are passionately trying to address mm-hmm. uh, in society, um, the, the level of underinsured in the population has been increasing over time. Um, and uh, there are many explanations. I'm not an expert, so I, I wouldn't want to you know, uh, surmise, but there are many explanations what might be driving that, but that rate is increasing. Um, and we really hope that we at Haven Life with our, the way that we approach the customer, the way we try to understand exactly what customers need, um, will help really kind of change that trend and move it in a, a different direction. And it could be that, um, communities like the LGBT community may be part of that, that, declining trend if the lgbt community feels like companies don't understand them and don't support them then it's hard to engage um and so you know we really want to be a part of the change um, absolutely that moves that in a better direction yeah that's a good point you make if, if, if people are feeling as if they're not being served by corporations or businesses they might not even be researching if there are anomalies or companies who would be supporting whatever their needs are so that's a very valid point Right. It's good to make. How how could somebody get an estimate for their um, potential cost of their life insurance? Is there a means to do that without having to, you know, uh, schedule a meeting with a rep? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a little bit daunting. Avoid to have the human as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. No, no, well, they did say that they're a tech savvy company, so exactly. I'm sure there's a way to do that. Um, no, I. So the best the best uh, tool there is the is the Haven Life website. Um, and on the website, there's a, a tool we call Quick Quote, and it, it can actually help you understand how much life insurance you might need. It will even tell you if based on your scenario, your particular scenario, you might you don't need life insurance. We'll tell you that. Um, and then once you get to that figure, it'll show you various quotes. You can change the numbers, see uh, how much the quote might change. And all of that is done before you even provide us with an email address or contact information. So there are a lot of tools on, on the havenlife.com website that can help with those questions. Nice. Yeah, that's good. It's always very scary to have to give all your personal information because <laughs> you know you're going to get spammed. <laughs> yeah. so, I, you know, just kind of a, a side story here. Uh, a guy I work with recently is looking for a car and he signed up on some website to get some information. And uh, Saturday morning, he got a call. He just got out of bed. Saturday morning, he got a call from a car dealership wanting to sell him a car. <laughs> like, I, 
check the box that I didn't want anybody to call me. So I think there's a lot of people Clearly that you can't have that. Instructions. I don't. Right, exactly. I can, yeah. I can say definitively that we will not. <laughs> We're just trying to stay far away from that. We, we yeah. would not do that. Yeah. Would you also mind, um, what's the process to, to get life insurance? How would you get started and, and what's, what all is involved before you actually get that coverage? Yeah. Uh, well, it varies a lot from one company to the next. Um, and you reference, you know, meeting with an agent and, and in the in-person process, which many companies still use is, is very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, at Haven, I mentioned we're really trying to meet the needs of a different consumer, an online consumer. So I'll talk about the Haven process, which is very different. Uh, if you come to, to the Haven Life website. Um, There are a lot of tools that you can look at. You can even compare our prices to other carriers and see where we stand. Um, If you choose to move forward with our application, you do the application entirely online. It takes less than 20 minutes to complete. And when you submit the application, you can qualify for immediate temporary coverage that will start the second you, you accept the offer. Um, we'll give you 90 days to complete a medical exam, and that's really just to make sure that everything's in, in good order. Um, and, and then you'll be finished and you'll be covered. Um, and part of the reason that we do that 90 days, some people find that kind of strange. Um, we looked at our customers and we understood that uh, you know many of them have very busy schedules. They might have young children or they might have houses, and um, trying to manage all of that can be tough with a full-time job. And so we give that 90 days because flexibility is key. We, and we, we understand that. So. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty um, easy process. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like. So um, cool. Do you have any last words on, you know, the, the need for the queer community to get life insurance or anything else you want to mention before we uh, wrap it up? No, I, I think we touched on a lot of good topics here. I'd say the, uh, the only final comment is it's really exciting to me to see the, the growth in LGBT families. And I hope that as, um, as people continue to form families, as I form my own family, that we just make sure that we're really thinking about our finances in a sound way and, and thinking about protection. I have a question for you, Mark. Um, and I, I'm thinking back to the days when, um, unfortunately, a lot of the individuals in our community were suffering from during the AIDS crisis. And it was very common for individuals to withdraw funds from or sell a life insurance policy and take money out. Um, and I know, fortunately, you know, our community is not facing a, a, as drastic a, an impact uh, today with that. But what about um, a situation when we're thinking about maybe a, a family member, our parents, or something like that who may be terminally ill? Or um, are there still provisions that allow us to be prepared and know what's going on in, in a life in a situation like that where we could draw on money? Uh, there are, um, in and the Haven Term product, um, the Haven Term policy actually includes a provision like that. It's included at no cost in, in every policy. And it's uh, it's a bit technical what we call it, but it's called an accelerated death benefit. Uh, it's usually included as what we call a rider. But um, basically it's a benefit that allows, if you are diagnosed uh, with a terminally ill condition, it allows you to access the death benefit to help pay for those medical expenses. 
Um, and that's, in, again, that's included in every policy that we sell at no extra cost. Um, so it, it, they are out there. I'd say um, it's really important for anyone um, searching for life insurance to just make sure they're educated, they know what they're buying, mm-hmm. uh, and they think through the, those scenarios and make sure they're protected. And, and would that be called an accelerated death benefit at any life insurance company, or is that uh, uh, strictly for like what you call it? It's kind of a general term. Yeah, I think it's a fairly general term, but okay. I'm not uh, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they all have their fancy um, names for it. Huh? <laughs> but I have I have seen that uh, name in, in many products. Yeah. Uh, accelerated death benefit oh, is. Gotcha what the name of the, the rider tends to be. Okay. Yeah, good point. I'm glad you brought that up well, because it's another reason to, to get life insurance, even if you right. are single or even if you just have a same-sex spouse. Right. Um, you know, if you come down with something, um, that might help alleviate um, your last few. Right. Months. Well, and I'm just thinking as a community, we are aging, uh, well, at least I am. Um, <laughs> so I've I think got good light, you can't tell. As, even as though we out. pretend not to be. <laughs> <laughs> As an out community, uh, you know, much more visible community, we are aging, and so um, there are. I think that there are starting. There are things that are common uh, for us today that may not have been common 10, 20 years ago, and that is that we're in our sixties, seventies, and eighties, and maybe facing uh, a terminal illness, or a family member maybe t- facing a terminal illness, and being prepared as much as we can be is what's going to make our lives and their lives a whole lot easier um, and allow us to do more and be more. I mean, to be able to, to take some extra time, spend some extra time and extra care with a loved one who may be facing a terminal illness, it could, that could be the reason or the, or the, the way that that could happen is because you're aware of an existing provision that's in their life insurance already if they have it. So you know, maybe what, if you are facing something like that, that's something you want to Jeff, definitely check into. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so as you're saying that, I'm wondering: is there is there a point when it's too late to apply for life insurance? Like, are you too old, or uh, is yeah, there such a thing? Every, <laughs> it's probably not legal to say, huh? Every um, every company um, has has different standards, and many times there are different products um, that really make sense at different points in in your life, um, and, uh, and and at at Haven, what we always say is, um, you can certainly, I mean, you can buy when you're older, um, but it costs a lot less to start that coverage when you're earlier. Um, think about it as a savings plan. I mean, you always do better if you start saving earlier, Absolutely. right? And having a life insurance policy is is similar. To buy when you're young and healthy locks in that coverage at a really affordable rate, Um so I'd say, it, you know, even though there's options maybe there if you're older, um, you know, don't don't always rely on that. I'd say you need to be pr- proactive. And I know you guys focus on that with finances as a whole, but you yeah. need to be proactive. Absolutely. Definitely. Very cool. Anything else you want to add? No. I, no? I think we're so good. cool. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Mark, for coming on to Queer Money. We appreciate you giving us some context on the importance of having life insurance um, despite your unique situation. We're, 
we have tons of unique situations and we all need to be um, think about our holistic financial plan. So um, thank you for coming on to Queer Money and thank you for your patience in <laughs> us making this happen. Yeah, Thank um, you guys. Absolutely. We want to thank um, our followers and listeners for uh, listening to another Queer Money. Uh, please uh, direct message us or comment on Facebook or YouTube uh, if you have any uh, questions, comments, or feedback on this particular episode. And uh, don't forget to like or subscribe us, uh, to us on iTunes and YouTube. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us, and thank you to Haven Life's Mark Sayer for helping us better understand today's life insurance, which now includes protections for all families and the ability for us to be able to leave an inheritance or a legacy. If you liked today's episode and want more tips to build a bigger life, please subscribe to the Queer Money Lifestyle newsletter at DebtFreeGuys.com. Also, if you have questions about today's episode or any other Queer Money episode, you can contact us directly also at DebtFreeGuys.com. Thank you. Okay, we just serviced you. Now you get to service us by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes and signing up for the Queer Money Lifestyle Newsletter at queer.money. Well, I'm not really gay. (laughs) (laughs) Would help me if I had a personal chef made all me me healthy meals for me. Right. So instead I'll have a Snickers tonight for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) The other end, I like the butts, so... (laughs) Uh, From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.